Welcome. Brand new episode of Make Happiness Podcast. Happy Monday or whichever day you're listening to this too. Hopefully it's when it comes out on a Monday, but I mean, you can listen to it whenever you want. If you're a dedicated viewer, you listen to us right when it comes out, right? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, I thought it'd be cool to release all these on Mondays because I mean, Monday is such a shitty day for you know everyone in the world of the work and education and school like mm-hmm. no one likes mondays it's like oh it's the beginning of the week five exactly. days until the weekend right so i was like well let's let's live it up let's make some happiness yeah for sure all right take two so we just recorded probably like five to ten minutes of this podcast and then the recording cut so now we're kind of restarting but it's all good so now my head's kind of in a weird spot because we were talking about something and then now like i have to backtrack and start all over but yeah no worries. It's a good way to refresh because, you know, there's there's ramblings that happen all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know. And you, to be fair, maybe there's a reason that we needed to restart because yep. it was like, no, you shouldn't talk about that. Let's let's yeah. cut the recording. We'll get to something better and it'll be better for you guys. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right. This podcast is all going to be about self-awareness, being yourself, uh, being comfortable with who you are as a person and how to find who you are as a person, you know, like. How do you figure out your own passion? How do you figure out what you want to do and how, instead of following everyone else? You know, how do you be yourself? Mm-hmm. Eli, how well, did you figure out who you are? How did I figure out who I was? Man, you know, that comes just with going day to day, everything. Like, you know, you hang out with people, you find out what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with. That's just experiences, mm-hmm. life experiences in general. So do you, do you have a good idea of who you are, do you think? Oh, man. That could be deep. I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, I I know what I'm into. I know what I'm not into. I know what I like in a person. I know mm-hmm. what I don't like in a person. And, you know. Sure. Um, You understand your values and, like, what yeah. you look for. You know, as kind of cheesy as it is, it's like your core values are definitely. Yeah. Do you know, uh, are, would you consider yourself self-aware? Yes, okay. I would, yeah. Like, I, think I, that's a... I constantly am in my head a lot and yeah. I'm like, okay, so how would this affect me? How would this affect other people? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the things I do, so if I'm in a social situation, I constantly think I don't want to, I constantly am worried about offending someone. If I say something wrong, I don't want to like hurt feelings or anything like that, Sure. which I think can be good, but you also want to be you. You don't want to have to worry about that constantly. Yeah. And I think with it's the hard proper, to find that balance. Yeah. With that proper surrounding, like if you're who you are and you're honest with yourself and the people around you, you shouldn't have to worry about that. Right. Uh, well also do, um, it's weird too, because sometimes people ask me like, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to find out who I am or I don't know like what I'm supposed to do. I, I don't know what my passions are. Mm-hmm. And I always think back to when I kind of, cause my whole life I've grown up biking my whole life. I've, I don't, I don't know. I've just grown up with this. This is all I've known because mm-hmm. my brother was really positive and I kind of took his traits and my, I mean, my parents aren't that outgoing anymore, but they used to be super outgoing and they did tons of adventurous stuff. So I think it was just sure. like a trait. Um, but I think doing new things is really healthy for you because when I was writing about this in my journal, actually, when I was in L.A., but there's uh, a feeling. I don't know how to – I couldn't put a finger on the feeling, but it's something that gives you a sense of fulfillment and real, like, self-accusation of, like, proud and dignity and all those good emotions, happiness, you know, yeah. like – I'm sure you get that when you're recording music or something. Yeah, or even just when I'm playing music. I'm a yeah. a musician as well. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I come up with some cool idea or if I'm, you know, just honestly, some of the best feelings I get is when it's so like corny to like maybe other people, but it's honestly so yeah. satisfying when an edit comes together and it's so smooth and you're like, yes, that worked out. I spent 
an amount of time on that you know it could be anywhere from five minutes to like an hour mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to get something to flow but together then it, it and it works out perfect and just it's like how you wanted it you feel so good about what you just did yeah and i think that's what people should look for when they're trying to figure out who they are find that feeling yeah and as soon as you find that feeling follow it till the day you die yeah. like i'm gonna be riding bikes until i can't walk <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have to walk when you're on a bike that's true you sit and you pedal i mean yeah there's there's i'm sure there's an easier way to bike than to walk i'll be on those super long like tricycle things yeah (laughs) that you kind of lay back on (laughs) yeah dude i could see you cruising down i could see you cruising down the street on one of those um but yeah i think so that's one way that i would say is like finding out find do something do new things until you find that feeling and if you already have that feeling well see if oh there's a way that you could make a career out of it or like make a living out of it it doesn't have to be like riding or like I'm using biking for example because that's with mm-hmm. my life and it's a passion but I couldn't see myself riding my bike and making a living off of it but I do think it's good or I would want to be involved in the community and then cycling industry which is what I'm already doing because I worked at Eric's bike shop for a couple of years and then mm-hmm. now I work at quality bicycle products so yep. and you know that goes for you know anything well like a year in the music industry too right as well. so I want to kind of go back to what we were talking about like kind of chasing that feeling um, yeah just honestly when i'm like if i'm playing with someone and we're just feeling it right mm-hmm. there was this moment i I played a show in south dakota with a couple singers um scarlett taylor and rosalind moore and we had a band and there was just this a guy in the crowd he's this older guy and he had an acoustic guitar that was all beat up and a billion people had signed this thing just people he ran into and we all got to sign it at the end but i'll get to that um he was just such a helpful like motivational guy he goes you guys are killing it like just the re-encouragement honestly kind of reminds me of you because (laughs) that's awesome he has you guys are killing it you know he offered us a little bit of constructive criticism he goes Mm -hmm. you know don't try too hard i think you guys are kind of you definitely have the right path but you know take away some of the your own unique stuff yeah whatever take away that type of thing and ride with it you know it's all about dynamics and Mm -hmm. getting the feel of the live moment you're not constantly in a recording studio trying to nail every single note if oh you're, sure if you're doing it and you're feeling it just embrace it yeah and so that's we got, awesome we got to play some of these old classics he just like shout out chord changes or whatever and we were just so vibed on the stage and it was like the best thing ever i was like that's smiling so cool. my ass off when we were doing it. i was just like so like the guitar player was doing some cool solos he was jamming on his acoustic guitar and dude, I was, i've never heard this story before it was cool it, and it was just this bar in the middle of south dakota and that's it was awesome a really awesome experience and it was yeah. i'm really glad i got to do that and i bet you you're gonna remember that memory for a really long time i'm it's, sure yeah it's got that vivid you know those that's the other thing too that feeling i think whenever you have that sensation you remember it so easily like yep. it's no problem yeah and it's not just like that show honestly Mm -hmm. just when like if we're in the middle of a song and it's just like i just feel that we're hitting it strong and Mm -hmm. i'll just you know goofy smile on my face and i'll just well yeah it's cool you're loving it yeah um i think that goes back to you touched on it we were talking about uh being yourself and like you're saying when you're up on the stage and you're it because it's not being recorded it's live it's okay to miss a couple notes you know that's just like you're being yourselves and you're just vibing off of whatever you guys are feeling you're mm-hmm. not sticking to a script yeah like... that's the human aspect of mm-hmm. playing an instrument live in front of people right which that's really cool which 
sort of modern music is going away from but still i mean mm-hmm. which is here this this brings up another point this is when we started this podcast i didn't know how structured i wanted it to be i didn't know what was the best route for my personality and the way that we conversate and mm-hmm. like talk and whatnot and now the more episodes we're doing the more comfortable i'm getting the more i'm realizing the more personable and the more like real feel is a lot better yeah and it's way easier for us to just talk yeah and it sounds way more conversational it's not forced topics like oh once we're done talking about this we have to move on to the next thing we can yeah go into something so much farther about our personal experiences and that's exactly and i think so i'm with this we're not uh make happiness stuff is still going to exist but i don't think it's going to be as frequent because we're just going to be talking about random things Mm -hmm. but i know the theme is still going to be around you know following your passions and make happiness and the whole mantra of that but yeah but um, we're just going to be bringing our own experiences into it and it'll maybe make you guys think how can i relate yeah which is essentially what ian and i are doing this entire time is just relating to each other yeah yeah feeding off each other in our own stuff um i was curious you're gonna mention you got to sign his guitar in that story yeah it was it was um basically his acoustic guitar it was so beat up it looked like it was 40 years old i'm (laughs) sure it was um it was so worn down it had a couple holes in it and that's cool there were so many signatures on it i don't remember what i signed i think so the whole like the whole guitar was signed with yeah names. i mean there was just sharpie marks all over it and just that's like little, awesome like symbols or names and all that stuff and we would, all got to sign were there it. any like famous people or just random people that he was saying it could be anyone dude i mean <laughs> i got to sign it so who knows dude yeah that, it, oh, there could fair. be i mean you know maybe he met like Jimi hendrix back in the day i mean he's he's an older guy who just, knows have you ever gotten to sign a guitar before never that's cool dude i autographed a guitar <laughs> That thing's going to be worth millions. <laughs> That's rad. All right. So moving into like, how how would you say is the best way or best advice to give someone to be comfortable with themselves and not let peer pressure, not let other people kind of influence who you are and just be your true self instead of trying to be someone else? Well, I would go back on that and say other people definitely do influence who you are. Oh, yeah. Like, That's true. You know, like you you, you mm-hmm. said your brother is a huge influence on you. Yeah, You know, no like doubt. you got your positivity a lot from him and mm-hmm. like you love for riding bikes and all that stuff from oh, your family. Yeah. I definitely got a lot of that from my brother in the music sense. Okay. He started listening to music and I was like, you know what? That's cool. Like mm-hmm. I used to say like, oh, I hate I hate the bands that you listen to. And I was like eight. And right. I was like, but in, in reality i enjoyed listening to it i just did that because i was you were you, know, you were the brother being dude. a dick to my brother <laughs> yeah but you, you know you gotta do that that happens mm-hmm. um i did the same thing with my brother yep um and honestly a lot of his the majority of his music taste rubbed off on me like mm-hmm. he would listen to bands like acdc and i used to be like oh acdc's dumb um <laughs> and i love acdc they're one of my favorite rock bands um, right you know he started th- listening to certain rap music i got into certain rap music and mm-hmm. you know you branch off so That's like you get, say. you get influences, but then you also kind of find out other things for yourself, yeah, which you're... definitely goes into other aspects. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get influenced by someone and then you'll say, how can I make that my own unique thing? Yeah, sure. Which is cool because mm-hmm. I think that's a, a important thing when it comes to finding out who you are and being yourself is that you should like you, you are, uh, what am I, I'm lost our train of thought i think being uh influenced by other people is a good thing but i don't think that you should let it be who you are because right. I, I don't think you should you know act 
like someone else because you like what they are you know people like they'll take photos on instagram or they'll like go take out you know like three hundred dollars in cash in the bank and then put it all over the bed or whatever yep. and take a picture of it and then go put it back in the bank just yeah. to make it look like they have yep. a bunch of money and that's just kind of like false like you know you want to flex want... flex it on all the people yeah you know, you... that's not you that's no which is really, a, it's a shitty thing because that's kind of like what our society is to an extent mm-hmm. a little bit with technology because they want to, everyone's trying to be their best self. They're trying to showcase who they are, but why not just, right. sh- why not be yourself and why not show those normal things? Yeah, like, and I think that can bring a lot of unhealthy stress into your life if you're oh, constantly yeah. worried about all that kind of stuff, then mm-hmm. that's just pointless. You don't have to be worrying about that if you're just being you. You don't. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing I've noticed after going like because i used to be really self-conscious about a lot of things in high school and middle school but then when i really started to not care what other people think of me my Mm -hmm. life was so much easier i just would just do what i wanted and i enjoyed myself and then it turns out a lot of a lot of people started to like me more which is crazy i think some of the people who don't try as hard Mm -hmm. when it comes to like self-image and all that stuff yes you know they're more real and that's an like a trait that people are attracted to yeah that's true people like authenticity people like Mm -hmm. that raw thing which is goes back to why i think this podcast is good now because it's way more raw instead of kind of forced yep but that's cool absolutely here's one thing that's pretty unique i will i wrote this uh i think it was in one of my blogs i biked so my freshman year of high school i biked to school every single day i remember that every day no matter what even in the cold even in the cold, in the rain, in the snow, no matter what, yep. I I bike to school. Which, which is in Minnesota is saying something. It gets really cold and snowy here. So that's, I, that, I admire that dedication. Which is, I don't even know why I did it, to be honest. Sometimes you don't need a reason. Yeah. You just like doing it. And why not? I think, and uh, like some of the days were really shitty too, because it was like pouring out. Yeah. Like literally pouring You cats come and in dogs. soaking wet and it's just like, oh, what's <laughs> up, Ian? Oh, need a towel there or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I there's nothing I could do about it, but uh, I think one of the reasons why I kind of decided I know I told myself I was like let's let's just bike to school for this first week you know like you enjoy bikes and let's go back this was freshman year of high school so I'm scared shitless about all the other big kids and like what high school is in general because that's a scary thing you know for any kid so I was just like well let's bike to school you know you like biking that'll keep you calm it'll be no big deal. And then after a week, I was like, well, let's go another week. And then let's go another week. And then sure. my brother's like, how come you're biking to school? And I was just like, I don't know. Why not? And then I just committed to doing it every day. And then yeah. eventually it was the end of the school year. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time flies, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to think that now we're, what are we, two full years out of high school now? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So it was like <sighs> wow. six years ago. Six years ago. Oh, man. That's, That's so even... weird. Yeah, that's not that bad, though. I mean, six years is not – it's a long time, but it's not that long. It's relative. In our lives, six years is, you know, Mm -hmm. a third of who we are, essentially. Yeah. So – That's another thing I was writing about that – well, just like – I really liked this idea. So a lot of people will say, you know, you get overnight success or, like, you get this overnight fame. But in all reality, it was seven years in the making. So let them think you're an overnight success, but you are working seven years kind of thing. Right, yep you know you work so hard for something and it pays off yeah just think think about that you know a lot of these you know a lot of people out in the media mm-hmm. are just kind of like you get you get your 15 minutes of fame and then they're gone right but i think the harder you work and the more effort you put into who you are and the things that you do sure. you'll def- it'll definitely show in your end result yeah no doubt 
I don't know if you keep up with hip hop at all or like rappers, like new school people. Mm. I mean, I hear about it, but I don't. Uh, I don't really go out of my way to and follow, like, follow it. the news or anything. So G Easy was on a tour in Europe uh, like a month ago or so, and he mm-hmm. got arrested for sexual assault and something yeah. else. And like I think it was cocaine or some sort yeah, of drug. drug possession. Yeah. So he like his records and everything has been going downhill for him and all the fans. Mm-hmm. And then Logic, on the other hand, has just exploded in the past year, and he's yep. like gone insane, which is crazy because. I feel like G Easy had a lot more rep throughout his whole like lifespan, and now he's kind of at the tipping point where it's going further downhill. Mm-hmm. But uh, Logic has kind of had the opposite, where it's really slow start, and then these past two years, it's just been like exploded for him. Yeah, a very uh, exponential growth. Yeah, exactly. Which is really interesting. Into it, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> cool. You know, that's good for him, and it's a shame that you know G Easy has that situation, and hopefully. You know, you can learn from your mistakes and better yourself, mm-hmm. which. But I know I he's had troubles people... with that in the past, too. I don't yeah. think he's. I don't know. He doesn't have his priorities straight. I right. just don't even know him. I don't really like his music. It's, it's hard. Anymore. It's hard to say that about yeah. someone you don't really know. You know, people make these. Especially celebrities, too. Yeah. People make these assumptions about so many like famous people. And mm-hmm. it's hard. You can't say that because you don't know them and you don't know the situation. I mean, right. you know, maybe maybe it is is exactly what the media says, but it's mm-hmm. so hard to say. No doubt. Did you see Mark Wahlberg when he came to MOA? Yeah, dude, I saw that on everyone's <laughs> Snapchat story. It's just like, oh man, it's Wahlburgers, and yeah, yeah, that was, that's. Do cool. you know why he was there? They opened up a Wahlburger. Oh really? Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, they opened up their thing, and there's like a million people there just screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the, that brings up another thing. So when I was in LA, I never went to In and Out. I've still never had In and Out. I never went there either. Really? Yeah, that's so, funny. You know, do your own thing. You don't have to do all the cliches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we didn't. I mean, it, like, I was up, like, we were at Venice Beach till, like, one in the morning and mm-hmm. just hanging out with all the homeless people, and I was just writing <laughs> in my journal. I mean, like... That's fun, too. Yeah, it was crazy. You get a bunch of cool experiences hanging out with different people, people yeah. who are different than you. You know, they come from a different background, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a thing that I've wanted to sort of branch out and do. I've, I've talked to a few friends about traveling recently, and it's just... Mm-hmm. I just think that's such a cool thing. You, you know, you get to travel all of these different places. Mm-hmm. Um, what we've been talking about is just kind of, you know, a few states over. Oh, s- sure. More specifically, like, New York area and stuff. So, on the way there, you hit places like Chicago, Detroit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might go through Canada, which would be really cool. Yeah. That's, I mean, I've never been out of the country before. And, you Me know, that's either. not really you- saying. No, do you have your passport? No, but I need one too because you can't fly until you get a passport starting right. at like the end of this year. Yeah, so uh, apparently, if you just drive, if you're passing through, all you need is a birth certificate and a photo ID. Oh, interesting. So if you're just passing through, you can be like, "Hey, I'm a citizen. This <laughs> I'm just is me. passing through. Just passing through." Yeah. <laughs> and so if we go through Canada, that'll be really cool. That'll be a new experience. Maybe we'll meet some interesting characters along the way, mm-hmm. and I think that would be really exciting. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I want to do more traveling, but the the hard part is like getting the time off of school, getting the time off of work, you know, mm-hmm. having the money for it. And yeah. I don't know. It's really cool. And I do like seeing all the new places, but at the same time I do, I think my priorities are, I'd rather be working on myself and getting done with school and like having more time after I get done with school and I can focus more and make happiness and sure. whatnot. And that could, I mean, just as just a sort of a suggestion, um, oh, yeah. you could travel around and honestly do the same thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, you probably want a little bit of financial stability before mm-hmm. you do so, but 
that I think that could be really cool. Like you went to California, slapped your stickers around, and you know yeah. I'm sure you talked to people about your your mm-hmm. thing. Did you see anyone and get to talk about make happiness at all there? Yeah, I did actually a couple times, but nothing. Unfortunately, I didn't sell any shirts, which is a bummer. But that's okay. Yeah, I um there's a couple people I got. They're like one of the waitresses I was chatting with because she liked my shirt that I was wearing a make happiness shirt and. Mm-hmm uh the at the airbnb that we're staying at i talked to the the owner of the house for a little bit about my business and whatnot so that was cool and then um i don't know it was it was really good interactions all around but for traveling i think it'd be really cool to i've wanted to travel around the country on my bike and then sort of do like not a travel blog but kind of a travel blog just on my bike essentially so Mm -hmm. it's different than like you know, most road trips or the, you know, those tiny houses that are in vans and whatnot be yep. a different perspective because it's all man powered. Yep. We'll see. Um, actually, I don't know if we got to it in this section. It might've been in the, the deleted section that you guys won't hear, but we talked about how like there's, you keep a record of your life in this sort of journal that you write down. Oh yeah. You, yeah. You were well, saying no. how um, this, it's a document, it's sort of a documentary on your life that you're just writing mm-hmm. down. And I think that's honestly what a lot of vloggers kind of do like there's this um vlog channel on youtube called ctfxc that i know i've talked to ian about before like all throughout high school um it's just this guy he's basically he's been daily vlogging his life for the past 10 years and he's got like at least a 10 minute video for every day every day for the past 10 years of his life which is crazy doesn't he have the longest uh yeah he's got the world record for that and he's still going um so he and he talks about it every so often. He'll be like, you know, I've I've got all these experiences that I've vlogged. He's he's a touring musician. Mm-hmm. Um, he lives. I mean, he lives in Florida right now. Um, he's gone through a divorce. He's gone through two marriages now. And was it cancer or a tumor? Yeah, or? he has a. He's. I. I guess he still has it. I don't know, but yeah, he, he like this whole thing when it started. He didn't have this illness, and all of a sudden that became a part of his life and he mm-hmm. documented the entire thing he documented his his brain surgery yeah, and him which... being awake during that that's crazy yeah and uh, going back to talking about my journal a little bit i do think that's going to be a really cool thing cuz so i started writing these daily journals i try to i mean some days i'll miss a day here and there but i mean it's yeah. it's human it, that, and again the same thing he would always say is you know not every day is going to be the most exciting thing. And I don't blame you if you don't like the episode, but that's Mm -hmm. just life. Like my life is my life. I'm just documenting it. I'm not trying to have really crazy content or be who I'm not going to be like going back to the beginning. Be not genuine. Just he wants to be him. He's just recording his life. And if Mm -hmm. you like it, cool. If you don't, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No one's forcing you to watch it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, he's just doing it for, he's doing because he likes it. Exactly. And that's one thing. So I'm super into writing and I've kind of discovered this throughout my like maybe sophomore years when I really kind of understood that I enjoyed the act of putting a pen to paper and writing down my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then I started to get really self-conscious about it because you know, who, what dude writes a diary every day, you know, it's right. not normal. You, it, well, it, normal again, we get into the thing. Where, okay. It's yeah. not, yeah. Social norm. We'll go with that. Sure. Yep. And then after about like six months or so of writing in this journal, I kind of started to figure out, well, who cares what other people think of you? You're right. doing this for you. You're not doing this for anyone else. You're doing this because you just enjoy writing down your thoughts every mm-hmm. day and talking about what you did or what plans you have or whatever's going on or how to get over some stressful moment that's going on. Mm-hmm. And now I've been doing this for the past 
let's see two or i guess three years now i've gone through two books which is pretty crazy yeah of just my own writing of random thoughts and things i mean you know some days i'll have like four pages to write down then other days i'll have like a paragraph mm-hmm. so like you were saying it's some days are really exciting i have a bunch yep. of stuff i want to talk about other days i just have a couple sentences yeah but it's gonna be really cool when i look back and i'm like 60 years old and i'll have all of this documentation of my life and what i've been doing my whole existence mm-hmm. like and i've you know we've known each other since like sixth grade so yeah and i've been there for some of it but honestly i'd like to read some of that just to sort of see your oh, thought yeah. process and all that stuff because no i doubt. know i think the first time i heard you actually talk about it was like junior year of high school was like mm-hmm. i'm writing a book i've got all these ideas writing like i'm just writing down thoughts and all that stuff i'm like right. that's really cool and Would- i hope like you're saying i'm gonna get published and we're gonna do this yeah i'm like all right i'll definitely like to read that book someday which is really cool too because i'm still i really want to write a book but i want to wait until i have you know a lot of stuff to go through and then kind of organize everything because right now all of my thoughts are very some of it's pretty personal i know other ideas are more broad and stuff that Mm -hmm. i would use in it but i also think it'd be cool if i just did publish this as a journal just Mm -hmm. then put myself out there because i know uh mod son has done that before and that's kind of where i got the idea but I don't know if it's worth doing that or if people would actually want to read my handwriting because some of it's really like scribbling. It's hard to read or there is. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool idea because it's way more authentic. It's way more raw. It's way more personable. Sure. You know? Yeah. And you know, like I've read countless biographies of Mm -hmm. people and that's essentially what you're doing is a biography of like, you know, your thoughts and experiences of your Mm -hmm. life. Honestly, no matter who it is, it's always interesting to learn stuff about different people. Oh yeah, it's true. At least to me it is. And I like genuine thoughts and Mm -hmm. sort of the experiences that people go through, whether they're positive or, you know, shitty or all that stuff. And it's, it's something you can relate to and be like, you know what, we're all human. And in in the end, we can all accomplish things no matter what they are. Sure. Well, that's the other thing too. So I've never talked about this anymore and this is going to be kind of, uh, here's another like, uh, moment of, uh, self-conscious as it's going to be a new barrier breaking for me but so for a long time i was really addicted to nicotine Mm -hmm. and i wrote about it all the time and how bad it was for me and how i needed to quit and all this stuff and i'll just keep going in circles in my head so i'd like i'd stop using for like a couple weeks and then i'd go back into it and i'd use my e-cig all the time again and up until i think maybe like was it january maybe or i think it was like beginning of january so beginning of this year yeah i stopped using nicotine completely so Mm -hmm. now it's been six months how do you feel like do you feel a difference oh yeah i have so much more energy (laughs) it's really weird like cool yeah it is it's really awesome the bummer is though i'm still anytime i see someone like have a sig or use their e-sig i still i'm like that looks really good i'm sure yeah i mean i can't speak for substances mm-hmm. like nicotine or alcohol like that for myself but right that i'm sure that comes along with any based off of what i've heard other people talk about and mm-hmm. people in my life talk about it is that comes with any addiction is yeah. you know you've come across that and anytime you see it you're like oh i remember that right that it would sure be nice to do that again mm-hmm. and you know like kind of the rock star life back in the 80s heroin was a huge drug and it oh sure. i'm sure it still is um it's mm-hmm. just maybe not as prevalent or you know right but there, Nikki Six specifically, um, one of the guys, a biography I read, um, he was the bassist of Motley Crue and, you know, one of the lead writers of the band 6AM. Um, oh, okay. Uh, he he was a heroin addict for, like, all of the 80s. Oh, wow. And probably not, I can't remember the 90s, but he wrote, he actually has a book called The Heroin Diaries where he, okay. where he would write when he was high, basically. And he'd have all these 
I've never read things. it. I've never read it myself, but mm-hmm. I'd like to one day. But I've read a, their biography called The Dirt, and they touched on so many things. Yeah, they've so many different experiences that. Mm. Are they sober now? Yeah, um, I can't speak for Tommy Lee. Okay. Because I know he's going through some stuff, mm-hmm. but. Nikki Six has been sober since like 2007, I want to say. That's awesome. So that's really cool for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, I know he's like super stoked and like he's always talking about how, how good he feels and he's mm-hmm. up to new stuff and all that. Right. Which also, so this brings up another topic. When I would write in these journals about my addiction, about all these thoughts, like sometimes it would be really negative and really depressing and really dark, but that mm-hmm. was just where my head was at. You know, yep. that's what I was thinking about. So it was just good to write it on the table and get it out there because then I wouldn't be thinking about it, mm-hmm. which is another really good technique that I think everyone should use. If you're really stressed about a situation or something that's like really bringing you down, then write it, you know, like yeah. get it out of your head, talk to someone about it or do something to get it out yep. and put it into the world. And then you won't think about it as much. Mm-hmm. Like what I've heard is write it down on a piece of paper and just crumple it up and toss it away. Be like, oh, that's sort of your, like it's, it's there instead of in your brain. Like mm-hmm. you wrote it down, you put it somewhere and just chuck it away. Right. And another, so it's been really nice too. Cause I was looking at when I was kind of on the, or like when I was really committed to stopping using nicotine, I was looking into more of the popcorn lung and that kind of thing. And it is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, people for people who are using all these e-cigs now, when they're in their forties and fifties, their lungs are going to be essentially plastic, Ooh. which is really not a, like, it's going to coat your lungs mm-hmm. with like a liner of plastic. Yeah. Just cause the, the stuff that's, that's yeah, in there a, like the juices and yeah one of the chemicals that i think it's nitro it's not nitroglycerin but it's like something <laughs> <laughs> nitroglycerin <laughs> something i don't know the right chemical but you yeah know what i'm saying it's something weird and fancy but we do have the potential to google it right now but we do that's for another time sounds yeah. like a lot of work yeah you know that would, be, <clears throat> that would require opening up like an internet browser and typing it in <laughs> Either way, I'm excited. I'm feeling a lot better. And that's the other thing, too. So since I stopped using nicotine, my biking has actually improved quite a bit. I'm sure, like, your lungs. Yeah, exactly. it's way so easier. I have way more endurance. I can go way longer. I can go way faster. It's, like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're in that. Why would you sacrifice your lung capacity just to, yeah, you know, give in to your sort of cave to your craving because of something just because it it's feels an, good it's an addiction yeah. i don't know it's yeah it's really hard like mm-hmm. i know i believe like, it yeah when you get into that state it's a, it sucks because it's like you wake up you you know you first thing you wake up you have some nicotine then you're buzzed and then you know you wait another hour and then you use it again then you wait an hour and then you use it again it's mm-hmm. just it's this cycle throughout your whole day that you're just constantly using it yep but it's crazy <laughs> that kind of makes me think about um high school again going back to sort of the peers um, oh yeah yeah the majority of my peers honestly have basically you know they've smoked weed or smoked cigarettes drank mm-hmm. alcohol and stuff and i haven't really done that yeah. a ton myself um mm-hmm. i i just don't find that to be me that's right. not who i am and that's not really what i want to be about i don't want to sure. i'm maybe it's really maybe it's really cool and exciting um mm-hmm. i just don't that's that's just not who i am and i don't right. really want to like well that's that's good though that you i'm would trying be... to word this correctly um, no yeah that's yeah, fair um let me think about this you know i don't you know maybe the people like you yeah you know you've i've gone through i went through that phase and yeah. I, I did it because that's what i wanted at the time and now i kind of grew out of it after high school and i realized mm-hmm. that wasn't right for me i mean yeah. it's not what i want long term it was just yeah and i don't like let those barriers de- mm-hmm. like determine a person with like oh, who yeah. they are I, like it's more about 
their characteristics like morally are they Mm -hmm. a decent person you know i've known ian since sixth grade and we've been good friends ever since Um, oh yeah (laughs) and you know because maybe he did certain things and i've done certain things i don't find him to be less of a person than i am or more of a person than i am we're both we're both people and we both get along Mm -hmm. because we we have the same values we have the same personalities the same kind of mindset or whatever yeah it's crazy yeah it's it's really cool too because going in when you're in high school and you have all these influences around you it's so hard to not give in to them you know right there's so much peer pressure and everyone's like oh do this try that whatever and and that's something not to like boost my own ego but i think i've been pretty successful at Mm -hmm. is just saying no or being true to yourself being true to myself and Mm -hmm. doing what i want to do and not having to just go with the flow of like what everyone else is doing which is what I'm really starting to understand since I graduated high school and I'm more into this make happiness stuff because mm-hmm. this is what I really want to do with my life. Yeah. I'm not letting other people tell me how to run make happiness or what I should do or how, what content I should make. Mm-hmm. I know to an extent I'm letting some fans or whatever people give influence because I want to make stuff that you guys will enjoy. Yeah. But I'm also doing this because I, I want to go the direction that I want to go with it. Yep. Like uh, with these podcasts, I want to do more guests. I want to do some more stuff like that because I think it'd be really cool to get more perspectives of other ordinary people who are following their own dreams and yeah. doing what they love That's just to hear cool. their story. Mm-hmm. So, cause we do, I, I know there are plenty of people out there who know Ian who have done extraordinary things that would be so cool to do myself. And I'm kind of jealous of a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, stay tuned too, for those podcasts. <laughs> I can't wait to hear those myself. Yeah. It'll be really cool. I'm excited too. Cause I think there'll be a lot of good content and a lot of really good people. Cause actually one of a, one of our closest friends, his name's Alex. He's kind of, He's over in Iceland right now doing yeah. his own thing, taking I, photos. Yeah, I've seen a couple <laughs> of his photos on like Facebook and all that. It's that just looks like such a crazy place. He was like on a volcano. Yeah, that's nuts. And he just he just flew out there just for the hell of it, just because he wanted to go to Iceland. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, okay, you're going to Iceland. Like, cool. It's so crazy. I think it's really it's a really cool thing to see that. And like he, he's just following his own passion and doing what he wants to do. Yeah, he's a photographer, and he mm-hmm. he's talked to me about it. He goes, you know, I want to be able to pay my way around the world with my photography essentially mm-hmm. and that's such a cool thing to be able to shoot for right no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> but um yep i'll add one of those maybe in post just there like, you go i, I think, saw you, you i think did i did that, that. Yeah. i did that one time when I did thought i do that, was that so funny yeah it's like the second episode or third something, or something like that yeah um but yeah so alex is going to be up on this podcast soon i don't know what time or when because he's always traveling a bunch yeah but, Sometime I'll make him stay in Minnesota for yep. more than a week and yep. we'll get this done. But he's always doing cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow his uh, his photography thing, Minneapolis Visuals on Facebook and I believe Instagram. Oh, yeah. Check out. shout out. He also he does most of the photos for Make Happiness, too. Yep, Which is pretty cool. He's very uh, good. Yeah, he is. He knows how to take a good photo. He does. He's taken a few photos for me as well, like show stuff and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. And me and him too. We also grew up BMX biking, which is pretty crazy. And he's he's still pursuing that after a torn ACL. And yeah, he's had so many yeah so many injuries, and, and I'm he's like, still wow. riding. Yep, mm-hmm. that's some dedication as well. Yeah, well, because he's chasing that feeling, you know. Yep, just like everyone else. Ah, uh, yeah, man, I'm stoked. Life is good. It is. Life has been treating me well. Life has been treating you well. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you have any other any stuff coming up or anything that you're doing? Are you doing any shows? Um, no, I've been 
mostly just been working oh yeah you know i do 12 hour days at drop tone mm-hmm. which can be exhausting and you know i get home and honestly just eat and sleep <laughs> yeah dude that's what i would do that's yeah. what i did when i worked 12 hour days and even 10 hour days it's like mm-hmm. you just want to go home relax for an hour and then go to bed yeah there's i mean you know you work so hard during the day you think mm-hmm. maybe sometimes if it's like a slow day you're like oh, i really wish i was doing this right now but mm-hmm. you're putting in work for something that's for someone else essentially but mm-hmm. you're also improving your own work ethic and that's that's definitely important for this industry at least for me is oh to yeah be understanding of you're doing work for someone because they're following their dream. You know, mm-hmm. so many musicians want to record their stuff. Right. If you can make it sound the best you can, you're, you're doing something that'll totally be awesome for them. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Yeah. I, like that's awesome. Cause you want to, you want to do the best that you can and you want to make them look the best that they can. Yep. <clears throat> and that's honestly, that, that was one of the ma- main things when I was asked, like, uh, why is it that you want this position type of thing is, mm-hmm. I, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I want to be able to, because I'm a musician as well, I want to be able to help the recording process, you know, whether it be helping produce, edit, mix, or anything, honestly, just be sure. a part of that recording process and help someone get their dream song out there. Yeah, and make it a reality. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. I think that's one of the ultimate, you know, like, I don't know if it's just a human trait thing or human survival instinct, but we as individuals, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Like want to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. Help each other, like lift each other up, help each other get to whatever they want to do and, you know, make this world a happier place and like help everyone. And, you know, yep. Like sort of the, I'm there's illustrations I'm trying to compare this to, but like, there's Mm -hmm. this one, I, I think it was like a tall person reaching up above like on a fridge to grab someone a cookie jar who was like a kid or something like that oh sure. and this is kind of like a sort of a a visualization of that same thing like you know we're, we have traits that can be- benefit others who don't have those traits and stuff and you know right well and i think it's like i think it's it it goes back to those feelings too when you're helping like i'm sure you get a great deal of satisfaction when you help an artist put out this song and you, sure. you help with the process then they listen to it they get excited you're like mm-hmm. wow that makes me feel good too yeah which is a really cool thing. Yeah, I'm sure they get that same feeling. Like what mm-hmm. I was talking about earlier about like when an edit comes together, you just mm-hmm. like, yes. Yeah. And like, you know, I've seen artists get like super pumped about what happens. So, mm-hmm. you know, you put something together and, you know, maybe that sounds cool to you, but then they're just like, oh, that's perfect. Let, like that's that's what exactly what I'm looking for. And right. I've talked to some people. It's like, I don't really know much about what I'm doing, but if someone could help me out on sort of the technical side of things, mm-hmm and work to, like if we work together or collaborate i'm mm-hmm. always like that's something i'm always been looking for is just i want to collaborate with people because yeah, you want to do more and get more experience yeah and, and not even just experience i just want to be able to do more because i love doing it mm-hmm. which is awesome that's so cool yeah so that goes uh a little bit into my writing going back to my journal i do i've wrote a couple songs before and i do i've thought about making one but yeah I you've you've mentioned it to me before let's do yeah. it honestly should we just go for it if you don't like it we don't have to do anything with it but you should definitely try it but that's the thing i need to figure out like what kind of sound that you know like it's got to be the right mm-hmm. vision that i have in my head and i don't know what vision i have for music i could help you produce it ian this is true i could i could be like so what's the feel of this song and sort of get an idea of whether it needs to be like some like major minor key mm-hmm. or some, you know, like a light piano noise, or maybe it's like All right. hardcore rap. Well, it's going to be, no, it's not going to be hardcore rap. Yeah. It's going to be definitely more of a hip hop based thing than yeah. anything I think, but it's going to be more of a story and more meaningful. Cause that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a very meaningful person. I add value to everything. Cause I don't like things that are just said to say things. I like things that actually have, 
you know value mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm down it's gonna be let's like a it. full day process but... i don't care <laughs> okay <laughs> let's do it all right i mean just to do it what are you doing next weekend i don't think anything honestly next weekend i know i'm going to a grad party oh, but go. that's it okay I don't we'll set, we'll set up something we'll talk yeah. later <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out the details yeah that'll be cool see that's another thing too i've always thought about like i'm super into poetry too so i write a fair amount of poetry but i've always been really self-conscious about it and i don't know why mm-hmm. you know there's no reason to be it's just who i am yeah but so we'll see things are cool yep what are we at now for time uh 41 minutes oh wow yeah that's cool that went quick um do you got any last thoughts or anything you want to touch on or talk about Mm. we need more feedback from the audience yeah that's true i I don't care what it is i just like to hear stuff from people who listen mm-hmm. you know just say hey or it could be <laughs> super in-depth i don't care some interaction yeah let's get some audience feedback yeah i love it i do i want to touch on uh my blog real quick that i wrote for the blog that i wrote was last week it was called the 40 hour work week yep and i talked a little bit about uh, why we're so afraid to follow our dreams and why we always settle for, you know, the typical kind of nine to five thing. Why are we brought up in a world? Oh, I'm curious. So I'm asking you, why do you think when we're growing up, our parents are always like, Hey, you should dream big, but go get a stable job and work 60 years of your life. And because then... they want us to have stability. They mm-hmm. don't want us to feel like we're afraid of what's coming next because, you know, maybe they've been in positions where they, they've been financially unstable and they're like oh that sucks i do not want that to happen to my child right and so so they're thinking work hard at what you love doing but also work hard at keeping financially stable so you could live mm -hmm. a consistent life and you won't have to worry about you know where food's coming from or anything like that Mm -hmm. they want us to be happy and healthy right so do you think it's better to take the risk of following your passion and you know, making your dream a reality, or do you think it's better to, you know, go the safe route and find stability? You know, it's easy to say to follow your passion would be yeah. a better route to take, but mm-hmm. it's it's so much harder, I think, sometimes to be oh, able no to w- work that into your life and be mm-hmm. able to make that what you do for a living, maybe. And especially if it takes, you know, 10 years to yeah. get to that level, like we were talking about earlier. It's such a hard thing to work towards. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some people don't quite get there, which is you know which is too bad but you know at least they tried mm-hmm. and in my own opinion i think everyone has the potential to get there it's just a matter of being persistent enough mm-hmm. and having the the drive and you know the effort and the work ethic and all those things yep. i believe anyone can do anything that's so, true mm-hmm. so that's why kind of i'm i'm doing both of these like job scenarios i'm working the stable job with 40 mm-hmm. hours a week but i'm also doing what i love on the side with make happiness yeah so it's a, like i work my ass off every day because there's so much stuff i have to be doing yep but it's just it's i know in the end it's going to benefit i know it'll all pay off eventually but also like i said before i don't want to work at q for the rest of my life either mm-hmm. but it is that's a, one of the steps to get in there exactly and it is it is a financially stable thing and it's it's a good thing because i'm not you know it allows me to go on trips to California or do yeah. whatever. And, you know, you got to do some cool stuff every so often. You know, mm-hmm. if you have that stability, you save up money, you can do really cool stuff Sure. for a little bit. You know, you took a week off and went to California. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I mean, you know, but it's also then 40 hours of your life every week is being taken up to make money 
mm-hmm. to live for Saturday and Sunday. And it's, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's hard. You know, mm-hmm. maybe try approaching your week with a different mindset. That's probably harder to say than it is mm-hmm. to do. But well, that's the other. Th- so I wrote about this too. Uh, when you're working on trying to switch shift, I guess, how your brain works and how you think in your thought process. You know, just like any muscle, the more you use it, the easier it gets. So mm-hmm. just like when you're riding a bike, you know, it becomes a habit. Exactly. So uh, the more you're thinking positively or the more you're trying to look at a better scenario, the easier it's going to become. So mm-hmm. like in my life right now, I just it's automatic for me to think positive about everything. And mm-hmm. it's kind of people ask like, oh, well, how do you do it? It's like because I've been doing it for, you know, yeah. six it's not years. out of the ordinary. Like yeah. it would be out of the ordinary for maybe just someone you ran like ran into on the street and be like exactly how can you do that all the time but mm-hmm. that's just that becomes your ordinary right which is a, it's a really tough barrier to cross because it can be really hard to consciously be aware of your thinking and like okay stop yourself this isn't a bad thing it's mm-hmm. okay it's gonna work out i just need to you know reassess myself or what can i learn from this mm-hmm. or how can i grow look at it from a different perspective which takes a lot of effort and it is hard yeah but, which I, th- I think a lot of people need to take more time to think mm-hmm. by themselves. You know, don't be so distracted by everything around you, but just kind of go into yourself, into your thoughts. Maybe you do it like instead of, you know, laying in bed, being on your phone, looking mm-hmm. at all the, the Instagram posts or something like that. Yeah, you catching know, or, up on all the yeah, social media. Watching YouTube videos. Just think for a while while you fall asleep about the things you're looking forward to the things you want to accomplish and make mm. goals for yourself. Um, that sounds kind of cheesy as well, but no, well, that's the thing though. Like, honestly, all this stuff is, it's all cheesy, but it's all really valid. You know, yeah. people, the overlook- reason it's cheesy is because it's real. It's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing too, like when you're uh, laying in your bed, like you were saying and thinking, I, I like to think about what I'm doing the next day. So like I'll set a list for myself and I'll even like my Annie, my girlfriend does this too. She'll write out a list of like whatever she needs to get done that day. And she has to cross everything off before she can go to sleep. It's, it's a very, it's a good way to get a stress-free kind of agenda done. Like, you know, you have homework to do. You got like maybe a job to do. Mm -hmm. You have to accomplish these things. If you check them off one at a time, it's a lot less overbearing than a huge pile of it all Mm -hmm. at once. Definitely. But I do think, too, the more that you work on it, the easier it is. So if you're getting frustrated with trying to stay positive, just keep don't overthink it. Just keep riding the wave. Keep following it. It'll it'll click eventually. Just don't stress over it like everything's going to work out. It always does. Mm -hmm. Time will unfold and everything will be fine. Yeah. I mean, and it's a different way to think about it. You know, it's when something bad happens that's not the end mm-hmm. exactly it's, it's not the end i'll be all of your Existence. situation yeah it's <laughs> like you know you may think like oh no this is like the worst thing ever but you know mm-hmm. that's it's not the end it's gonna pick up again you're not just gonna stop there just because something terrible just... and unfortunate has happened in your life and it's mm-hmm. it's easy to say when you're not in that situation but just kind of keep that in the back of your mind at all times just you know if there's something unfortunate that's going on in your life that's not you're not stuck you're not stuck there right which is yeah that's totally true and i don't know i think it's a very it's a hard skill to acquire but it's a really good one do you think you've you do that with your life or do you think you still think oh sure okay yeah do you is it ever hard for you sometimes to focus on the positive things when something really shitty happens oh yeah i mean you know there have been issues in my personal life that Mm -hmm. i won't dive into no Um, that's fair 
uh i mean i can say the same about myself right or anyone has that but Mm -hmm. um and you think oh man when is this gonna end right and you're like but tomorrow's a new day Mm -hmm. things can get better they things can get worse before they get better but and it's also a choice you know it's Mm -hmm. your you're you have a choice to sit and look at it as a shitty thing yeah you can sit there and wallow in Mm -hmm. in your own sadness right or you can you know choose to not let it get to you get up brush the dirt off and keep moving Mm -hmm. forward yeah which can be really hard to do sometimes absolutely yep but and And we don't blame you if you don't do that it's just it's maybe doing something to help yourself a little bit more exactly and the longer you sit in you know that sadness and that kind of state of mind you're not benefiting anyone you're Mm -hmm. just you're going to be crabby all the time you're going to be sad and mopey and depressed then you know that's going to affect the people around you yeah like nothing positive really can come from that exactly so i think the sooner that you can kind of climb yourself out the better but i know obviously it's like it's a good thing to sit there Mm -hmm. but you don't want to like you know live there (laughs) yeah right Cool, I think man. we've made some good points this yeah. podcast. This is awesome. Yep. I'm stoked. What do you guys think? Please tell us. Oh, they love it. <laughs> you guys love it. I already know it. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. So you, you leave comments. I don't know if you can leave comments on CastBox, but leave comments on any sort of social media, Facebook, Twitter, you know, me- send me a message or contact me via my cell phone or whatever. I'm just, I do want some feedback and I want some questions. Yeah. I want to get this Q and a thing going. So I think that'd be a really cool yep. segment to do. It doesn't have to be. It, yeah. Like we've probably said this before. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be happiness related. Just, you know, no. ask us anything to be honest. Right. Reddit, anything. Reddit's type yeah. AMA. Yeah. There you go. Make anything. happiness AMA. That'd be cool. Yep. Should we make a make happiness subreddit? We could. That'd be cool. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That could be how we get our audience to, I don't know how many people use Reddit as like a sort of tool to. Well, I've thought about what about doing Twitch or something. Cause I know eventually I want to do, I want to record like this live and stream? film it. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. That that's, that puts some pressure. Exactly. Yeah. That's, ooh, but that could be kind of cool. In due time. Though. It's definitely scary, but yeah. something cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Signing off. Ian Price. Eli Prescott. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I'm really excited. I hope you guys are as well. Have the best day of your life. I'm going to leave you with one last quote. No matter the amount of negativity that you are presented with, five minutes from now could be your best moment. That was from Mod Sun. I didn't I didn't write that myself. I wish I did, but it's a good quote. It is. Think about that. Take it easy. Have a good one. See ya.